Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Magellan Show. It is Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. I want to welcome you to our broadcast today. To all of those of you that are listening across the United States, Canada, and around the world, thanks so much for being a part. Don't forget, you can check out our website for all the latest news, information, headlines, and so forth, www.magellanshow.com. Follow us on social media, at Real Magellan on Twitter, and we certainly uh, certainly appreciate your doing that. Don't forget, you can listen live right now at 646-929-0709. So if you don't have uh, a good internet connection, just jump on over to 646-929-0709. And you can listen in. And if you want to get into the conversation, ask a question, comment, whatever, just press 1 to get into the queue. You can obviously listen live on the Internet, www.magellanshow.com. Just click on the Blog Talk Radio link, and you can listen that way as well. We have a playback number available for you, and that number is area code 712-775-7039. There's an access code required, and it is 327-756-POUND. So just wanted to make you aware of that. Don't forget, you can download our podcast. You can check it out through iTunes. If you've got the iTunes app, you can subscribe to our podcast. We don't want to forget to thank uh, some of the websites that are posting our programs out there, uh, podbay.fm. We also want to thank uh, especially iqdcalls.com for posting our programs. They do so uh, regularly, and we appreciate that. So we've got news to cover today. I have a little bit shorter program today, uh, but uh, definitely want to cover some important stories. And we have a lot of breaking news, actually, to to discuss, and we're going to get right on that uh, right now. Uh, For one thing, the State Department has issued a warning, a travel warning, uh, for the next uh, 90 days. For, uh, for Americans uh, that are traveling, uh, you know, not just abroad, but even uh, I'm sure here in the United States anywhere, for that matter, uh, calling on all Americans to be vigilant, to be aware of their surroundings. Obviously, uh, certain places are better than others, certain places are worse than others, but one thing that we've learned about this is that you really never know uh, when uh, disaster is going to strike or where it will strike. Uh, I think a good example of that is uh, what happened in Paris uh, recently, and we're all aware of that. That was not a place that we necessarily expected that there would be a terrorist attack. So it's always good to uh, to be mindful of your surroundings. And the other thing that I want to just to point out when you when you think about terrorism is that there are a lot of those out there that might not be affiliated with uh, a major terrorist organization like al-Qaeda, like ISIS, and so forth, but it doesn't matter. You know, uh, there are lots of copycats out there. There are a lot of synthesizers uh, to these uh, uh, barbaric uh, organizations such as ISIS that, that sympathize with their cause. So, at the end of the day, if someone is a victim of a uh, of a tragedy, you know it doesn't matter 
it doesn't matter uh, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, whether it was a sympathizer or whether it was someone who was part of an organization. The point is they are carrying out terrorism, and terrorism is uh, is not to be tolerated. I don't care what your uh, organization is called or what your brand is, so to speak. So uh, definitely a call for vigilance and uh, this is a travel warning. And uh, actually we're, we're getting... Uh, it, it's a, it's an unprecedented report. Uh, I'm seeing that Drudge Report is carrying this story uh, linked up here from several uh, news outlets and organizations. Amid increased terror threats, uh, just checking out this article right now to give a little bit more uh, perspective, clarity, and and insights. The State Department issued a rare worldwide travel alert Monday evening for U.S. citizens amid several terror threats overseas. Current information suggests that uh, ISIL or ISIS, uh, Al Qaeda, and so on, uh, other terrorist groups, continue to plan terrorist attacks in multiple regions. The statement from the department read: These attacks may employ a wide variety of tactics using conventional and non-conventional weapons and targeting both official and private interests. There's more to this article. You can check it out. Go to our website, www.magellanshow.com, or uh, follow us on Twitter, at Real Magellan. And, you know, and it's good to be it's good to be serious. It's good to be alert. It's good to be, uh, like I said earlier, aware of your surroundings. Having said that, though, we cannot walk in fear. Uh, that is something that will uh, that will will grip us and will destroy us. You know, chances are most people, if you know, I'm just just putting it straight up here. Most people are probably more likely to uh, you know to get hurt uh, in, in an automobile accident, more likely to get hurt, um, you know, uh, you know, slip, slipping on a puddle of water than what they would. Uh, getting killed by by a terrorist attack, we know that, but it is still something that is real, and uh, and the families and loved ones of those that uh, were part of uh, you know and, and victims of the terrorist attacks uh, would say, hey, you know what, it happened to us, you know, and I know the people from from 9/11 would say the same thing and other attacks, so they are very real and. Uh, and there definitely need policies implemented to uh, to try to to overcome this, and and we need to have a strong voice here in the United States that says, hey, you know, we will not tolerate this, and we will get to the root of the problem. And as many of the of the candidates have said, not just in this election cycle, but even in in the previous election cycle. Uh, I remember back in 2000, uh, in the last election, was the last election or the one before 2008 or 2012, uh, you had Michelle Bachman, uh, a representative uh, congresswoman from, I believe, Minnesota. And, you know, and this was a time when things were a little bit quieter as far as terrorism goes. And, and she said, look, you know, I'm not afraid to say, and, and I think what others need to say, that uh, that, that this that so many of these attacks are due to Islamic fundamental extremism. 
And we hear others even now in this election cycle that are saying the very same thing, uh, from, uh, from Ted Cruz to Carly Fiorina as well as others who are saying, look, you know, this is what it is. It's, it's a fundamental uh, uh, belief structure that, that, is, that is jaded and twisted. And the truth of the matter is, you know, you watch a lot of uh, liberals on television, uh, on uh, MSNBC and others, uh, that, uh, and, and politicians, liberal politicians, that would try to uh, scold conservatives for, for speaking out about this. Now, they are not saying all Muslims are bad people. That's not what they're saying. What they're saying is, is that there is a fundamental element and an extreme element to, to you know, to this, uh, to this uh, religious group, and they are extremists. And some reports say that, you know, it could be as many as 15 to 25%. But when you have a, a religion that is comprised of, of 1.2, 1.3 billion people, perhaps more, uh, even 15 or uh, let's say 20% or 25% of, of that group comes out to be a very large number. Absolutely. You know, probably eight, 900 million, close to a billion uh, adherents to Islam are probably very peaceful, loving people. But there are still, there is still a, a, a very large faction that has a radical view and are trying to establish their way of doing things. Now, the thing that really blows my mind here, as we stop and think about this for a moment, is the fact that liberals, <clears throat> is that liberals will, will you know, get, jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, don't, don't use that word Islamic fundamentalism or extremism. Just say, you know, just say bad guys or JV squad or whatever, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. And these are the people. And they come from, from places that, that say, if you are a woman, you can't drive. If you are a woman, you be, better be in the presence of a, uh, uh, of a family member. If you are a woman in certain countries, that you have to have four male eyewitnesses to testify that you were uh, a victim of rape. That's true. Otherwise, it does not, you know, and, and other, you know, a, a, just atrocious things. You know, when you look at, at Sharia law. And so I don't understand why the liberals are jumping on this bandwagon because these same liberal people, if any other religious organization were, were uh, pushing for such oppression, especially on women, they would be outraged. They'd be like, no way. You know, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, interesting. I'll give you a good example. You know, you go up to uh, Dearborn, Michigan, and you go to, uh, uh, you know, some bakery, and, you know, you want a wedding cake, and you are gay or lesbian, they're not going to bake it for you. And there have been, there have been investigative journalists that have gone in to these Muslim bakeries in Dearborn, Michigan, where there's a large uh, population, and they say, no, we're not going to do that. But you go to a Christian bakery, and 
The media is going to be all over it. The liberals are going to be all over it. And anytime you corner a liberal and say, hey, well, why is it that it's okay for, for a Muslim to deny, you know, uh, a gay or, or lesbian couple from a wedding cake, why is that okay and, 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 and not the Christian because of their beliefs, because they have that, say, that belief in common? They'll just ignore it and, and, and try to get you off the issue. Why? Why is it? Because there is a a greater issue at stake, and that has to do with the persecution of Christianity. Let me tell you, I don't care what people may say, but the facts are the facts. And Christianity throughout the ages for the past 2,000 years has been the most persecuted religion in the world. And I hate to call it a religion because Christianity really is more of a movement. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. But there have been more people that have died because of their faith than, than, than any generation, than, than, and, and, or I should say any other religion in the world. Yes, there are those that are, that are killed for their, for their faith. For if, if they, uh, I mean, absolutely. But an overwhelming amount. And even now, such a high level. I mean, I mean Christianity is is at, at, at a real turning point. I mean, I believe that a real revival is, is is on the brink. But at the same time, I mean, you go through social media right now, and I see I see people that I know, Christian people, and they are uh, how can I say this? They are defending, and, and, and fine if they want to do this, but you know they're they're saying that you know they're they're going to such extreme length to defend the fact that you know that that uh, that there are good Muslims and nobody's saying that they're that they're not good ones out there. Nobody's saying that, but they're going to such lengths, and you know, and talking about how they you know they want refugees here, and yet they will blast a Christian brother or sister or a Christian organization that maybe, uh, you know, doesn't need criticizing. My point of all this is is that Christianity has been the whipping boy among Christians and among non-Christians. And my fear is that we are on the brink of, of, of two things happening. The greatest revival that, that has, ever, has, has ever been in the history uh, of the church and the greatest level of persecution. And I, and I hadn't even planned to talk about this today, but, but you know, uh, and we're going to get into some other news articles, so, so stay with us, 646-929-0709. But you read Matthew 24, and you see, I mean, think about it. The, the Christian community in, in the Middle East, the Christian community in the Middle East, the Coptic Christians, the Egyptian uh, Orthodox Christians, not just in Egypt, but in that general area, I mean, have been slaughtered, have been beheaded for the name of Jesus Christ in Syria, in Iraq, in other places throughout the Middle East. This is a big deal. And, and, and this is Matthew 24. We are seeing Matthew 24 come alive right now. I mean, prophecy is being fulfilled. And the persecution of Christianity, I mean, beheaded for the name of Jesus Christ. 
you know. I mean, think about that. I mean, it, it's it, it's huge, you know. And uh, I just have to say uh, that um, that those people need our prayers. I mean, yes, we face persecution everywhere, even here in this country, you know. I mean, I think, yeah, I think about, you know, Kim Davis, uh, the county clerk, who had the big, con- you know, we we know about that. And, and, and it was a bad situation, yes. But when you think about what's going on in some of these countries, I mean, you want to talk about a faith-tested. But the Bible says that they will be rewarded. If you read in Revelation, it talks about those, those that were martyred for the name, for his name's sake. So anyways, I just wanted to talk about that. I do want to talk about some other things too, though, as we continue on with our program, as we do have a lot to cover. Of course, the Worldwide Traveler. Uh, the big story right now is what has happened in Turkey. Now, we know that Turkey is a member of NATO. They're a candidate country for the EU, but they're a member of NATO. What does that mean? That means that they are technically our military ally, just the way uh, France would be, or Italy, or Germany, or uh, or the UK, Canada, whatever. But they shot a Russian, and this is making, well, it's huge news. It's a huge story. And we uh, we want to talk about it for just a moment. The headline, NATO member shoots down Russian fighter jet on Syrian border. Now, we know that Russia has been involved with airstrikes against ISIS targets in Syria. That's no surprise. France has as well, and the United States has... We've been doing something over there. Uh, haven't really shown a strong force, but we've done something. But what happened was is that a Russian fighter crossed over into Turkish airspace. Now, Turkey Turkey knew what the deal was and that they were fighting in Syria. But now you've got a major problem a major problem on your hands now, on our hands, because of what this means. Turkish F-16s warn, this is what they say, that they warn the jet over the airspace violations before shooting it down. Uh, this is according to uh, the military official uh, from Turkey, and they told Reuters. But the footage from a private, uh, from a private broadcasting company showed a warplane going down in flames in a, in a woodland area, area the plane went down in an area known as known by the Turks as the Turkmen Mountain in northern Syria near the Turkish border. Russia's not happy about this at all. Uh, separate footage does show that the two pilots uh, were able to parachute out before the jet crashed. So hopefully they're, uh, they are okay. They, um, I'm assuming they are. But, but this is really bad for uh, for the region. This is bad for diplomacy, bad for a lot of things. Uh, 
and Turkey has has what can I say? Uh, you know, they're they're straddling the fence, and you know they want to have strong connections with the West, but they also are increasingly more and more uh, sympathetic towards the uh, towards the cause. Uh, of of the uh, of those that would lean a little bit to the, to the radical side, so we'll be watching that story, but uh, a, a big deal, and it's making a lot of uh, a lot of headlines. Being uh, away from the Middle East, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the presidential uh, race. We know that it's been an exciting one, especially on the Republican side, because the Democratic, you know, it's kind of been cut and dried to a certain extent. Uh, we, you know, we had, uh, you know, a few other candidates uh, that were in for a short period of time. Right now, it's, it's down to three, three people: O'Malley, uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, and Hillary Clinton. And it seemed like Bernie was getting a lot of momentum earlier, but after Hillary went through the the, the process uh, at the uh, at the Senate. Or you know, at 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 the uh, what was it the the house uh, uh, the house committee uh, where they were uh, grilling her for for eleven hours. She seemed to just kind of uh, just go through it smoothly, unscathed. And then the big point was during that elect during the during the debate when Bernie basically said, you know, we're tired of your blank emails. And it was at that point that Bernie seemed to just lose a lot of steam. Now, I mean, he does have he does have support. I mean, it's not like O'Malley who has virtually no support. He's the third Democratic candidate. But but I think what had happened was that Bernie was put under pressure by the Democratic Party to say that because the emails the email scandal was bringing down the party, and so he helped the party. But he also, in turn, helped Clinton and hurt himself. And I'm no Bernie fan, don't get me wrong, but I'm just telling you the way the way it, it shapes up and it's shaped up here. So it would be very surprising, very shocking, in fact, if Hillary Clinton did not the Democratic nomination. That seems to be almost a certainty. Now let's talk about the Republican side. We've still got a lot of contenders in this race, but some things are changing, especially after the uh, the French attacks and what happened in France and Paris, uh, uh, the terrorist attacks there. It seems that things are shaping. You know, uh, we know that Trump has always done pretty well, but had kind of been slipping a little bit in the polls, and Ben Carson was uh, actually getting ahead in in some areas. In some areas, he was getting hit for the first time. But there were some things that were coming out about Ben Carson, nothing, nothing major, but, but, you know, just a lot of little things, point thing to, uh, you know, just uh, not really having solid, credible uh, eyewitnesses to uh, to some of the stories that, uh, that he had uh, spoken about in his book, on and on and on. And with a greater focus being on security, it seems that 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 Carson has 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 gone down because even though he's very admired and very likable person, uh, foreign policy doesn't seem to be his strength. And right now, foreign policy seems to be a major issue for for many 
uh, for many voters. So Trump is moving ahead, but there are some others, though, that are gaining strength and very very quickly. Obviously, Rubio has been uh, moving up uh, steadily, but let's talk about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz has actually moved up very fast. I mean, he, he was pretty solid, but he's moved up pretty fast. And let me tell you about this. Fox News is reporting on this uh, today, in fact, and just doing incredibly well. Uh, Ted Cruz catches fire in Iowa. Pretty new story here. And at this rate, you know, he has a chance of winning the Iowa caucus. Not saying that he will, but he is he is just a couple of percentage points uh, from, from Trump on this one. Now, where will all this go? Well, I don't know. But with the way things are moving, and, and also we have to, to bear in mind that, uh, that Trump and Cruz have, have always been uh, very close throughout this election race. They haven't criticized each other. And uh, Trump has basically said that, uh, that he would likely, I mean, he kind of made it look unintentional, but I think it was intentional. And just want to make it look like it was a mistake when he when he said that he would probably pick Cruz as uh, as a running mate. So we'll see, we'll see. But uh, but things are uh, things are moving ahead, and we'll be watching this as the Iowa caucus gets closer and closer. February is not that far away. Looking at some other stories making headlines uh, here on this edition of the Magellan Show. Just scrolling through some of the uh some of the main stories stories. Uh of course we were talking about the, the travel warning. Uh we've discussed the the issues in uh in Turkey with uh, that fighter jet being shot down. There was a uh, an incident in Pennsylvania today, a school bus catching on fire. Fortunately, there were no children on board. Uh, not sure about the status of the driver. Uh, we hope that it was uh, not uh, any kind of uh, uh, attack and that it was uh, truly just uh, uh, an unfortunate incident there. Retweeting something that the Texas governor, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, had retweeted just a little bit ago. Uh, prayers for the families of four military service members killed in military Helicopter crash at Fort Hood. Uh, our prayers go out to them uh, as well. Uh, let's look at, at the financial uh, summary right now and see what's happening. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down eight points. Nasdaq down 21. S&P 500 down four. Looking at the IQD today. Uh, 1166, still holding. We'll be watching it, though. And uh, so it's exciting to see what some of these currencies uh, are doing, in fact. We go, let's take a look at Bitcoin, see what's happening with Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency. Let's try to get a, a feed here, if we can. Uh, for some reason, it's not giving us a, a quote right now. We'll check it. We'll check it next time. I post a my tweet on it later. Don't forget, if you want to listen to our our broadcast, the playback number is area code seven one two 
775-7039. The access code is 327-756-POUNDS. We'll be back here on uh, on Thursday. That's right. We'll, we will have a Thanksgiving broadcast, uh, probably a shorter one, but uh, we'll be back here. So don't miss that program. You may listen to it live while you're while you're cooking uh, and preparing your, your turkey and your dressing and all that. And you can always listen to the playback as well. Uh, thanks to IQDCalls.com for posting our programs. Thanks to you all for listening. And uh, just have a great day. Have a have a blessed day. And, and and a great week. Uh, and remember that God is good all the time. All the time. And all the time, God is good. Have a good one, my friends. This is Magellan. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll catch you next time, my friends. Bye-bye for now.